Welcome back to the Life on the Nurse podcast. Welcome to season four of the Life on the Nurse podcast. Hope you all are doing all right today. Uh, happy New Year. Happy, well, I should say happy holidays. Happy New Year. 2023 is definitely upon us and watches are not stopping. What I thought I would do is cover some news articles that I read in December um, to kick off the year with some uh, new watches or watches that have been watch-related news that has been released um, for uh, the first episode of season four of the Life Runners podcast. I have to admit it was kind of nice to take a little bit of time off um, just to relax and spend time with friends and family. Um, but one thing was for sure, I was missing kind of making these podcasts, making my YouTube videos, uh, writing the articles for the for Life on the Wrist. I even kind of took a pause and uh, di- didn't really go on the Life on the Wrist Instagram too much. Um, and I think it was a nice reset, and I'm very excited for this this new season. So if you are t- new to the Life on the Wrist podcast, I'll just give you a little bit of an overview. Um, I, I began Life on the Wrist in 2017. Uh, it's a website that I created to really just explore watches on my own. Um, I started off writing about uh, vintage pieces that I was I was getting and, and, and uh, I would I would sell some of those. And um, it eventually kind of expanded into YouTube where I started um, covering those watches in video format. And um, <clears throat> you know, I think that was really great. I think it gave people a, a nice idea of some of the watches what they felt like or looked like in the metal, and you were able to see them ticking away or see the complications being used. And it really kind of grew from there. And so um, every time I write an article for my website, I, I, I also film a video, or every time I film a video, I write an article. Um, and it, I expanded into things like watch-related news, uh, watch education, and continue to cover watches for the site. And I continued to sort of show the watches that I was able to um, handle, and it's been, it's been great since since then. And um, this is season four, so about four years ago, I started off um, recording some podcasts because I thought this would be another medium that people might be interested in hearing uh, watch-related news, watch topics um, in. And so uh, here we are, season four, kicking it off. Um, Pretty, pretty insane to think that uh, we've been doing this for, the, for that long. So um, anyway, uh, I'll leave links in the show notes to all of the articles that I'm going to be referring to. I'll also leave links in the show notes to all of our social media platforms, our website. If you want to check that out, you can go do that. I'll also put a small plug in, in, in this uh, podcast. We did expand our uh, Life on the Wrist uh, shop a little bit, and we recently released a, a hat and a phone case. If you're interested in picking up some Life from the Wrist merchandise, you can check that out there as well. So, I'll kick it off with um, the Automa Pige Code Eleven Fifty Nine Star Wheel that was released in December. There's a really cool event that took place um, that that Automa Pige hosted with a lot of um, <clears throat> great uh, watch publications and and collectors. I think John Mayer was there. Um, and it was a really great expansion of the Code 1159. Now, I think there are people who love Code 1159. There are people who think that it is totally not Automa Pigi. Um, I think uh, I'm not really going to discuss that. I really want to discuss this watch, but I do think this watch expands 
the code 1159 into exactly what i believed it would be expanded into which was another outlet for them to create incredible watches that aren't just the royal oak which i think is what um the brand is oftentimes associated with so the watch is the starwell reference 15212 and is the return of the wandering hours complication for automobile after almost two decades which is really historic and shows what I think the um, the 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 line the eleven fifty nine is is supposed to supposed to be so, um, the watch itself is um, forty millimeters in diameter, made of uh, eighteen karat white gold and black ceramic. Um, the dial, if you look at it, has this really beautiful wandering, um, uh, wandering hours complications where you have these three discs that. Um, that uh, sit on uh, this carousel that rotates around the dial and every single time it rotates those discs are turning and it lets um, each of those kind of take turns f uh, facing the minutes which are kind of shaped along the upper edge of um, of 12 o'clock and so that hour points to whatever the minutes are and that allows you to easily read the time um, as the as the wheels turn um it's running on the caliber 4310 movement which is basically the 4309 with an additional wandering hours module on the dial um it has 70 hours of power reserve which is really phenomenal um and uh will allow the wearer to wear this uh, pretty 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 well there's also a center seconds hand which sort of revolves around the top of the dial if you look at the dial itself it has this really beautiful starry night uh, background to it with black accent, black and white accents on it. Um, it's finished to a very high quality and comes on a black rubber rubber strap with white gold pin buckle. Um, in my opinion, uh, uh, there's a link in the show notes, so please check that out so you can see the full article and also see um, see some pictures of it. But to me, I said in the beginning, this is Automat PGA having the opportunity to expand. Um, the watches that they're able to produce, the complications that they're able to 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 create and and, and repurpose, um, in a in a really beautiful beautiful piece, they did do do a watch similar to this, um, in I believe not the nineties I want to say, uh yes nineteen ninety one they came out with the Starwell reference twenty five seven two zero, which was used um. I think all the way up until 2003 and then they discontinued it. So this is kind of a coming, coming, they're coming back to something that they've done before, but, but have created something, um, really beautiful, beautiful to look at. Uh, next up, um, a really cool, uh, collaboration between Unimatic Revolution and the Rake. Uh, they released the, uh, Modelo Uno GMT Arctic Fox, which has a really cool, all white sort of coated um, stone washed finish uh, to the very popular uh, GMT uh, that uh, Unimatic uh, creates. What's really cool is because it has this stone finishing on it, every wash is going to be unique because it has, um, it's going to be, it's, but you know, the, the um, hand finishing process that, that, it goes through um, is not consistent every single time. And so you're going to have a very unique looking GMT 
um, it really is super stealthy. It reminds me of some of those Swatch uh, System 51 in all whites, but this one's so, so cool. It has a 24-hour matte aluminum bezel, black tip GMT hand and seconds hand, screw down crown, and 41 and a half millimeter stainless steel case with 300 meters of water resistance. There are only 150 of them available. I'm pretty sure they're all sold out by the time you're listening to this podcast, but a really cool collaboration between uh, Unimatic Revolution and the Rake. Um, and I, definitely worth checking out. And if you can find one of these, maybe on the secondhand market, um, I think it's also worth adding to the collection. <clears throat> now, a personal favorite of mine, um, we're going to be talking about MBNF, um, specifically uh, Mad Editions. Um, the, um, so the watch is um, a, another iteration of the Mad One, which we've seen with a blue motif, a red motif, and now we're seeing it with um, a really beautiful sort of, uh, sort of, uh, I'll, I'll call it brownish gold uh, tone to it. I um, please check out the the links um, in the show notes so you can see the watch um, because it does really create a, a very cool. A very cool um, sort of look to it. I, I think you actually you could probably describe it as maybe salmon, salmon um, color. But basically, MBNF, uh, MBNF's founder Max Boozer um, created this watch in, to honor a relationship that he had with um, the uh, Corvo family. Uh, he worked uh, at. Uh, uh, Le Coultre, and was a product manager there in 1992 when he met Giorgio and Michel Corvo, um, the distributors of JLC for Italy. And um, they also sold uh, Harry Winston's Opus watches that Max created when he joined uh, Harry Winston, and of course was one of the individual one of the. Um, one of the distributors who sold MBNF pieces when they first started in 2007, which was uh, originally the HM1. And so this year marks the 30th year since the beginning of the friendship between uh, Max Booster and the Corvo family. And to celebrate that, um, they decided to introduce a special Mad One that's limited to 30 pieces. Um, it's known as the GMT uh, Milano edition. Um, instead of um, the red and the blue that, that they've released previously, the GMT gets a classic salmon dial um, with a really cool gold plating uh, to it. Uh, I think they're also only going to be available at, at um, in Milano, I believe. I could be wrong. But there's a really beautiful uh, engraving on the back of the, the watch that uh, says Mad Edition, Maximilian Booster, Cor- and, and the Corvo family, 30 pieces for 30 years of friendship. Uh, a pretty a pretty nice um, pretty nice gesture and another pretty cool expansion for, um, for the Mad One. Now, I know I'm a little bit late to this, but <clears throat> I wanted to talk about this because I saw this on Hodinkee. There was a, a swatch that was released uh, that was Christmas themed, very, very Swiss Christmas themed. Uh, it has a really beautiful, um, view, a very beautiful uh, dial to it, which has 
uh, Santa with a uh, Alphorn. It's got a deer running. It's got some Christmas trees, um, some more deer and a cow, and then a really beautiful sort of chalet with sw Swatch uh, Swiss written into it. Um, the watch is black as well, um, so you have this sort of gold tone to a lot of the artwork that's on the dial of the watch. What's even cooler is if you look at the uh, the strap that you have, um, they really leaned into uh, the theme of Christmas uh, where they added uh, uh, actual bells to the to the um, to the to the strap of the watch. Um, and and uh, ha they have this really beautiful sort of um, uh, stitched in uh, image of holly on it as well. Uh, it's a really beautiful piece for Christmas. That's definitely leaning into the idea that um, that Christmas is alive, and you can you can uh, wear this watch maybe with your Christmas sweater um, along with it. If you do end up buying this, you'll end up, you'll have to um, maybe pick it up for next year because I don't think this is a year-round watch. The FIFA World Cup ended uh, in December. Uh, congratulations to Argentina, who were victorious. A big congratulations to Messi for winning your first World Cup. Um, obviously, uh, with this type of event, there was a lot of watch spotting that was done. I saw on Instagram... Uh, an image of uh, a lot of uh, uh, some images of some of the players wearing some of the watches it's like I think Virgil van Dijk was wearing that blue ceramic um, um which was pretty cool I think I saw uh, Neymar wearing a, a Daytona um, some really cool pieces out there for sure um, I already spoke about um, the the World Cup themed watch uh, World Cup sponsored uh, watches um, but one of the things that I wanted to mention was our winner, Messi, was spotted seeing a Patek Philippe Nautilus 5740G perpetual calendar, um, which is a heavy-hitting watch and a pretty cool thing to see on uh, Messi's wrist. I do think it's a great honor for him to have won the World Cup and definitely solidifies his, his uh, name in the, in the history of uh, the game that we all uh, love so much so big congratulations to him some cool watches spotted i'll put a link in the show notes to some of the spotting that was was done so you can check that out <clears throat> um, back over to mbnf um, the mad gallery has released um, a pretty cool um, a dino themed uh, let's call it horological object um which was a collaboration between Watches for Good and the MBNF Mad Gallery Rob uh, Roborex. So if you don't know, uh, MBNF does um, this thing where they create these sort of robotic uh, watch holders. And so they have one that is a robo dog that you can add a watch to. They have released um, dinosaur themed um, watch holders as well. Um, but what they released was the Roborex, which was a um, a um, a uh, uh, something they they, they produced uh, available in three hundred um, quant uh, quantity of three hundred on Watches for Good website, where um, everything will be donated. <clears throat> well, I should say this took place December sixteenth, so. Um, 
you basically, uh, I'll sort of read it verbatim. So the Roborex will be available for the first 300 people to register on the Watches for Good website at 10 uh, a.m. EST on December 16th and complete a donation of $500 or more. And that means you can you can donate more if you wanted to. Watches for Good has included the $250 MSRP for the limited edition Roborex as specified by the MBNF Mad Gallery team. Uh, and so basically what you're doing is you, you donate $500 and then you're able to, at least $500, and then you're able to uh, receive this Roborex, which is a limited edition um, piece uh, that... Um, that, that you can have as a, as a watch stand. Um, to t- kind of talk about um, uh, Watches for Good, it's basically uh, it gathers donations from the watch world into a general fund to be more readily uh, reactive when the needs, when needs arise. And that means they can leverage funds to address issues of education, hunger, healthcare, humani- and humanitarian aid. Um, so it's basically, uh, all of us watch nerds are able to um, kind of put our money together uh, for good causes. Um, there's no salaries. Every single dollar that goes to it goes directly to um, doing good in the world. So as examples, Watches for Good have helped obtain uh, PPE and food for local homeless shelters in Silicon Valley. They've acquired oxygen concentrators for... Um, Kerala, India, to help address COVID that's uh, prevalent in the poverty-stricken areas, and they provided humanitarian and defensive uh, humanitarian aid and defensive equipment for civilians in Ukraine. And so, I think all these went really, really quickly, um, and a pretty cool object uh, that you can uh, you can add uh, to your sort of watch objects. I did mention in the my Christmas gift. Uh, I believe it was a uh, video, an article. I mentioned watch objects, and this is a perfect example of that. But again, might be might be something for next year. Uh, quick shout out to Hodenki. They released the G-Shock Reference 6900-PT1 by John Mayer. Um, this time in a really beautiful uh, light blue color. Um, this is obviously a G-Shock that's inspired by a 1980s classic um which was john mayer's very first keyboard the casio pt-1 um and they ha- they've released a couple of these in the past um and uh they yeah released another video which was pretty cool to to see it has this really beautiful light blue color which matches the pt-1 um, along with the other two uh, G-Shocks that have been released, which were in black and then in white, you have this really cool blue, blue one. So I'll leave a link in the in the sh- in the show notes so you can check that out as well. Hope you enjoyed the first episode of season four of the Life Nurse podcast. As I mentioned, there will be links in the show notes to all of our social media platforms, our websites, and all the articles that I've discussed so far in this podcast. So be sure to check that out. If you are new to the Life from Those podcast, be sure to follow us and share this podcast with a friend who might be interested in watches. We'd love to have you guys part of the Life from Those family. If you are feeling generous and wouldn't mind reading this podcast, really just help me out. With that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And until next time.